Hey guys, Danny Mahoney here from Balls.ie. We're still reacting to Ireland's devastating defeat to Slovakia last night on the website. On top of the podcast that we recorded last night, uh, reacting to the match immediately after the penalty shootout. Uh, we're also fortunate to have some exclusive content with the esteemed football writer, Jonathan Wilson. Wilson penned brilliant column, given his thoughts on Stephen Kenny's uh, performance so far as Ireland manager. If you're looking for some bonus Wilson content, uh, we're going to upload a quick interview that I did with Jonathan this morning, just getting his, uh, his thoughts on the game. A bit more Wilson for you if you're up for it. It's a quick, short interview, but I thought you might like it. I started by asking Jonathan for his immediate overall takes on the game. Um, I'd be quietly encouraged. Uh, obviously, when the Euros come around, if they do come around, if they do happen, especially if they do actually end up taking place in Dublin, which... My suspicion is that if it happens, it'll be in one venue where you know there happens to be a low COVID rate at the time. But clearly, that will there will be a a sting there. But you can't. I don't think you can blame Kenny for that. I don't think you should judge him for that. And I really hope that the failure to qualify doesn't sort of drag everybody down just as he's beginning. Where I think it should be quite an exciting period for Irish football. And I certainly thought, okay, the first half yesterday was pretty pretty drab. Uh, but, you know, Slovakia are one of those teams, they're sort of like a Central European Denmark. They, they just are always involved in drab games. Yeah. Um, I, I've seen, must have seen Slovakia live half a dozen times. I think I've ever seen a good game involving them. Um, and they sat very deep. They made it hard to play through them. Uh, but the second half, when Slovakia began to come out a bit, and I know that first, you know, the last minute of the first half and the first sort of 10, 15 minutes of the second half, Slovakia were probably the better side. But as soon as that had happened, spaces began to open up and you began to see how Ireland could, could cut through them. And especially when the three, first three subs came on, when, when Brady and Adowda and um, uh, who was the other one, the other sub who came on? Brown. Brown came on. Um, you know, I thought Ireland looked much the better side that last sort of 20 minutes of a, of a 90 minutes and then through extra time. And on another day, they'd, they'd have won it 1-0, 2-0. And we've been hailing the, you know, the start of a brave new era. So I think there are signs there, but equally, you've got to... You got to expect it to take time. Um, you met Kenny in 2019. You were saying, and, and he struck you as a sort of a thoughtful and interesting kind of guy. Yeah, doing an event uh, in in Dublin, and and he was on. He's my warmer back, if you like. He was on before me, so I watched him on stage, and he, he was very, yeah, he was very impressive. Um, yeah, he has a clear vision of what he wants to do, and I thought he was very good at conveying that. But then I also met him in the dressing room, and you know, just chatting to him. He he was somebody who in as much as you can tell in a 10-minute conversation. Um, yeah, I, 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 he, he impressed me. And, and yeah, having seen us on the 21s, I, you know, I, I think there's a lot to... It's a very different vision to mix, put it that way. And, and, and that, that can only be a good thing, right? Could you talk a little bit more about that, especially as a Sunderland fan who would, who's probably experienced this? Well, look, I, I like Mick McCarthy. I don't, um, don't particularly criticise him or blame him for what happened at Sunderland. You know, I think he was dealt a pretty rough hand and, and uh, he, he did pretty, pretty much as well as he, he could have done in the circumstances. But that was, uh, what, 16 years ago. And I think football has moved on. And I think when you look at that that generation of of under twenty one players, uh, you know, who's starting to, to to come through now, do you really want Mick McCarthy managing them? And I, I think probably you should be aiming at something a little bit better than that. And I think you you end up sort of you, you've got to ask yourself some quite fundamental questions of what do you want out of football? And 
is it better to i don't know um scrap your way through with one nils and one ones playing really basic functional football and maybe get to a quarter final of a of the Euros, say and then lose to the first really good side you play is is that the dream or do you want to gamble everything with a better generation of players and obviously you have to have the players to do it but i think you look at these under 21s and there's certainly signs that, that, that they can do it and think you know we could actually change the culture of of how we play football we could make our football um easier to watch more aesthetically pleasing and even if we go out in the group stage you is that preferable if we've got some great memories of some great goals some great performances and i i, I sort of think and it's easy for me to say this as an outsider um but if i were an island fan and accepting that the chance of actually winning something are, are pretty remote i think i'd rather have a great memories and, and sort of play the good football now, obviously, that's no good if you're not qualifying for tournaments. I understand you want to be in tournaments. Um, but I, I sort of thought, I, I sort of feel this with, I mean, I'm not really an England fan, but I feel this with England as well. Um, there's this sort of obsession with, you know, what, what, what's, what's the target for England going into the Euros? Oh, we've got to get to the semi-final. Really? Because like, if you look back at, at England's history, which, which World Cup post-1990 do we remember most fondly? It's 98. Sure. That's when we were at our best. I, I, okay, 2018, but between the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, in 98, we went out in the last 16. But we had the great game against Argentina. And, and so it's that, having that great performance. People remember 98 way more fondly than, say, 2006, when England were horrendous and got to the quarterfinal and lost on, on penalties to Portugal. So I, I, just, I think it's too easy to get caught up in, in results and, and how far you get in tournaments while accepting getting to a tournament as a sort of base level. I think the way you do it is is way more important if you're not one of those top sort of half dozen teams in the world. Yeah, that's true. And for 20 years, we Ireland have only had well, maybe even longer just this kind of we had you know this obsession with results and just getting by with the skin of our teeth. And um, yeah, but I mean, I also understand that that um, the success that Ireland had under under Jack Charlton, uh, it, it sort of encouraged and and. Look, I, I think that football was right for that time with those players. I, I think Jack Charlton is maybe not in Ireland, but certainly outside Ireland is massively underrated as a coach. And mm. I think, yeah, the, the more I sort of, uh, more I, I, I read of stuff he, he, he's, where he's been interviewed or more I see of, of documentaries about him, the more I sort of think through the 70s and 80s and, and, and early 90s, he, he was an incredibly smart figure. Mm. Um, but that was... That was 30 years ago. You can't, I understand why that's sort of a safety blanket of let's do the thing that, that worked for us then. But, but you know, the, the, the world changes and, and, and it's very easy to get stuck in just doing the thing that worked for you once over and over again. And, you know, it happened with England after 66. that mm. England got stuck in, we have to play 4-4-2. That's, that's what works for us. And it's only sort of the last sort of 10 years or so that we've really begun to accept that might not be the case. 